Welcome to the Ray Johnston Leadership Podcast, part of the Thrive Podcast family. This is a place to focus on helping pastors and leaders discover or rediscover their purpose, passion, and vision. Ray Johnston is the founding pastor of the Bayside Family of Churches. He's the architect of all the Global Thrive Conferences. He is also an award-winning author and a widely sought-after speaker, mentor, and leadership authority. Each episode of the Ray Johnston Leadership Podcast is a conversation between Ray and his hand-picked, world-renowned guest as they share timeless principles, timely insight, and new ideas on how to grow as a leader wherever you're planning. Today with Ray, beloved evangelist known as the Billy Graham of the Latin world, Luis Palau. So let's get right into this episode of the Ray Johnston Leadership Podcast. It isn't very often you get to talk to somebody that's this great, but you like them this much. Our friends, Luis and I have been close friends for years. Uh, Luis, for decades, Luis Palau and Billy Graham were the two evangelists, okay? Billy Graham has graduated, Luis has stuck around, and we are glad he did. He is the only person I know that has spoken to over a billion people. Um, by the time the dust settles, there's about a quarter million of you watching this now. For Luis, that's just another day and another size crowd he's used to. And so Luis Palau, welcome to the Thrive Conference. We're so glad you're here. I'm so glad I'm with you, Ray. I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe the immense number of people who signed up. I mean, that's better than doing it in person. Where could you put 112,000 people or whatever? Huh? Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Hey, first of all, Luis, the first thing I want to ask you is this. Lots of people know about your battle with cancer. They're thrilled you're still fully functioning. Um, so my first question is this. On behalf of everybody that loves you, how are you? I'm doing good, Ray. Praise the Lord. I'm giving him glory. I think it's the prayers of God's people and some very persistent friends of mine. Because uh, when the doctor said, you got nine months, I said, all right, I'll settle all my papers, talk to the lawyer, the uh, accountant, uh, get Pat all ready to live alone. And, and then suddenly the Lord says, I'm going to keep you here. And I, I'm feeling very well. I do get tired, but that's got nothing to do with cancer. It has to do with age. And uh, <laughs> I don't recommend you get old. But anyway, no, God has answered. It's his privilege to let me stay on planet Earth. But I was ready to go. Literally, I was just waiting. When Christmas came around, the doctor said, you're on your way by next Christmas. So I was ready. And now a year and a half later, it's going to be three years since they said I had nine months to go. So anyway, I give Fantastic. God the glory. Feeling good. Amen. Yeah. So thank you for your prayers and the church over there. This is another hot topic. The You have been in ministry, marriage for 60 years. Um, and unlike a lot of headlines, Luis, you've been scandal free. What have you done to protect your integrity of your family, yourself, your marriage, and your organization? Because this well, is well, uh, fear and trembling. You know, when it says the, uh, the, the 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 Lord, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And when it says the fear of the Lord, yes, is the reverent fear. But fear is fear. God is God. God is holy, and I am definitely not. So from the get go, my wife and I said. You know, we got to watch ourselves. We got to watch our boys. We got to bring them up in the fear of the Lord. Uh, we want to give an example that honors the Lord. Uh, uh, we got to walk in holiness. The subject of holiness is almost synonymous with being a Christian. It yep. should be. And holiness 
is not something that we're born with. We are born sinners with uh, improper thoughts, words, and deeds. You know, the old uh, uh, denominations used to always confess their sins. They call it public confession. You taught theology, you know. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I, when you do public confession, Lord, we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. And all of us have. So we need to confess it every evening before you go to sleep. Don't go to bed with anger and don't go to bed with unconfessed sin. In the morning, the first thing is, Lord, what's your word for me today? Make me to walk in holiness. And when I have thoughts that grieve the Holy Spirit, I think the key is, remember you are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says, be filled with the Spirit. Do not grieve the Spirit. Uh, that's the thing. If we grieve the blessed Holy Spirit who indwells us. So I got to walk with humility. But even so, you know, temptations come even in old age. In old age, there's a lot of imagination in your temptations. But in the eyes of the Lord, it's as real, you know, as, as, as regular various forms of temptation. Pride in old age, uh, comparing uh, yourself with others favorably, of course. Uh, you know, uh, all those kind of sins that are sins of the spirit get you when you're old. When you're young, a lot of it is the yep. sins of the flesh. Yep. Uh, so the flesh, the world, and the devil. And uh, uh, you, you have to be watchful. Be watchful day and night, you know. You serve the Lord Christ. Love one another. Uh, lead us not into temptation. You know, all the basics <laughs> that we learned in Sunday school and you guys teach in your Sunday school. Yep. All that has to be practiced till you go to heaven. That nothing much changes. We always like novelties. We always want something creative, you know. And, and there are little angles, but basically it's, as C.S. Lewis used to call it, the same old thing. That's what he called the gospel. That is exactly right. Luis, there are a lot of people listening to this that are younger than you and me, pretty much everybody. Um, and there's a lot of young leaders starting out, young leaders, young pastors, youth pastors. Uh, what would you say to a young leader? Right, If you could speak to young leaders right now and just say, just pay attention to this, do this, what would you tell young leaders? Uh, well, you know, okay, same old basics, Ray, but I would say, take the word of God very seriously. Don't fool around with it. Isaiah 66 mm -hmm. Verse 1, this is what the high and holy one says. This is the one to whom I will look, who is humble and broken in spirit and trembles at my word. And I remember the fellow, uh, uh, a guy like you, a senior pastor, who uh, discipled me. And one day we're on our knees by his couch, and he read that verse. I'd never noticed it before. And he said to me, Luis, I still cry, man. And this was like 80, 70 years ago. Wow. He said, Luis, do you tremble at God's word? And I had to say, you know, I never thought about it, but I do want to tremble at God's word. Because, not because it's fearsome, but because it's serious, real, holiness, truthfulness, humility. So the first thing is take God's word seriously. Don't mess around with, oh, that's a minor detail. Or, this was only mentioned once in, uh, in, in First Corinthians, Timothy chapter 2 or whatever. Don't play games with the word of God because we will be judged by that standard. Number two, humility. Hey, well, Don't hold, point on, the hold on, Luis, hold on for just I'll hold <laughs> okay. for a second. That is so good. Number two is a humble attitude towards others. You know, don't spend time comparing yourself to others unless you are learning from a better person than you. 
Don't go around pointing the finger at other people. And if somebody stumbles in your circle of friendships, remember Galatians 6. The point is restoration, not punishment. God does the disciplining. God does the judgment. We have to sometimes discipline people, but the goal is restoration. Love them. Uh, Ray, you've been called one of the great things the Lord uses you in. A church has had troubles. They often call on you to come and stabilize things, reorient their vision, uh, see God's church from God's point of view. You've been used in so many times. It's like it's your second job besides pastoring the church <laughs> over job. there in Sacramento. And it's been glorious. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've been with you on many of them. But, you know, for our young guy, just walk in humility, walk with the Lord, don't point the finger, and if somebody stumbles, lift them up. Don't kick them again, like the oldest brother in the, in, in, the, in the prodigal son. When he came home, instead of rejoicing that he'd been restored, he wanted to kick him down and, and insulted him and wanted him out of the house. No, that's not good. So humility. And thirdly, don't forget the basics. You know, all sorts of things. The Lord may bless you with a big church and praise the Lord. Uh, to me, the bigger the better. I don't know why people criticize the large churches. It seems, <laughs> I think it's the flesh, mostly myself. But, you know, I mean, instead of rejoicing, the more people who love the Lord, the more people who gather to worship the Lord, the influence on the community, even in the country, in many countries. So, do whatever the Lord has told you to do and do it with all your heart. And don't look back, look forward, let your vision be great. I have a little sign here on my desk that because you're a humorous person from time to time, uh, I read it to you. This sign, somebody gave it to me and it says, think small, big ideas upset everyone. It's a sarcastic <laughs> statement, right? And, and uh, uh, so the idea for a young fellow should be, the Lord has laid this down on your heart or this kind of a vision for the church. Go for it with all your heart and build a team around you that will be honest with you. And when you need a spanking, we'll spank you and they'll tell you off. And, and you'll accept it because they're your buddies who stand with you yep. for, for better and for worse. Yep. So those are the three main things I was afraid right now. And then uh, love the whole body of Christ. I'm mm. just impressed that sometimes we allow ourselves over minor secondary details. We need to love the whole body like St. Paul did, like the Lord Jesus did. He's the head of the church, not our church, not a segment of the church, the whole church, because he died on the cross for the whole body. Those are four quickies that come to my mind, Ray. Oh, that's good. What do you hope to be remembered for? Well, I've said it often in the past. I would say, I hope my boys on my burial plot put the thing. that My dad wasn't perfect, but he sure loved Jesus Christ. You know, that's what I would like to be known for. And I hope I am, you know, that I love Jesus Christ more than anything else and try to please him and honor him and obey him as I read it in the scriptures. I, I think that would be it. That would be the greatest honor to leave behind. Oh. Well, Luis, on behalf of everybody watching this and myself, um, to be really honest with you, this is my favorite 15 minutes of the last month, especially <laughs> the last segment of this. And I just want to say thank you. We love you. If you could say something to every Christian in America, Right now, I mean, global <clears throat> pandemic, um, it feels like there is a race justice reconciliation pandemic breaking at the same time. What would you say to every American right now? Wow. 
Oh, that's a big, <laughs> a big question. Yeah, but when you started the question, the first verse that popped into my head is the Lord Jesus saying, be faithful even unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Yeah. You know, in the midst of the storms, the pressures, the insults, the violence, the economy, illnesses, uh, life is uh, in the world, you'll have tribulation, but cheer up, I've overcome the world. I think that's what we should tell God's people. Be faithful to Jesus, of course, uh, unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. That's uh, the greatest calling. Faithful to him, faithful to his word, faithful to his promises, faithful to his great commission. I can't think of anything other than that. Uh, the fruit of being faithful is loving other people. And, and, and a leader truly has a, a, a passion for the lost and a passion for God's people, no matter how weak they may be. So that would be the word. I could do a lot of things, but one word you said. So be faithful unto death, and I, Jesus says, will give you the crown of life. All God's people said amen. Luis, thank you so much. I am. Thanks. I haven't seen you in a while. It's, I'm thrilled to see you. You look healthy, happy. You have more hair than I do. It's not fair. Um, <laughs> the, um, and congratulations on your upcoming 60th anniversary. So... Yes, sir. Thank you very much. You're the best, uh, God bless you. Give my love to the whole family and the whole church. You They've bet. always prayed for me, and I love them. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ray Johnston Leadership Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. And for more about Ray Johnston or the Global Thrive Conferences, or if you have any questions or comments, go to thriveconference.org. And we'll see you next time for the Ray Johnston Leadership Podcast.